0: A big shakeup at Warner Media sees TNT president and big AEW supporter Kevin Riley out. Should we worry or be optimistic with these changes? We talk about it next on the Squared Circle Psycho Babble. My name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is Ralph Valenti. Ralph, we got this news Friday. Your initial thoughts of the changes at Warner Media. And the impact of all elite wrestling.
1: So. so I definitely don't think it's as big a deal as most people are trying to make it out to be. I think that it definitely will have some type of significance in the role that uh, AEW has going forward. As far as you know, certain dollar amounts that go towards maybe AEW, certain type of promotion that goes towards AEW. Uh, it all it all depends on how well AEW performs. And to this point, they've been performing well in a lot of the key demographics, like we talk about all the time here. As if they continue to grow. And they continue to have good numbers in those key areas and viewership, you know, more or less tends to increase or at least stay relatively around where it is now. If people are interested in the product, it doesn't make sense for TNT or no matter who's in, who's at the head of it to really kind of do away with AEW or anything like that, where things might happen, uh, depending on, you know, who Who's in charge there? Who may be put in charge in other positions? Because I mean, now that you have somebody that's completely different in that role, you got to imagine that there could be shakeups and different things ca- that can happen in other departments there, you know, marketing, advertising, things like that. If they don't truly understand professional wrestling, or if they don't uh, embrace professional wrestling, you know, maybe they're not going to give them as much money for advertising. Maybe they're not going to give them a certain commercial spot. Maybe those types of things certainly can occur. And that's the things that I think will go on, but we probably won't even notice those things are happening. Like Because we're already fans, we're probably not going to be paying that much attention to those types of things.
0: I I see what you're getting at here, but the first thing's first. The replacement of Kevin Riley is Casey Blois, who has worked with HBO and TNT for a very, very long time. Obviously, he was part of TNT when AEW Dynamite came on board, so it's not like they're bringing in someone new that might not know what's going on with AEW. As far as commercials and advertising and all that stuff, if they want to spend money on ad time for Wednesday nights because that's a top five rated television show in the 18 to 49 TNT is not going to be like, no, cause it's professional wrestling. They're going to be like, okay, this is our show. That's where they want to buy it. Okay. Put it on there. And that makes money. So as long as AEW dynamite continues to be that top 10 top five show in the 18 to 49 demographic, they really should not worry. However, ratings could always fall in time and there's always the possibility that Warner media might, see a show that could potentially bring in more ratings up and more money than AEW does already and goes, Okay, AEW dynamite, you move to a different night and this show's gonna be on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, that's certainly a valid point. And I think the thing people have to understand here is we love professional wrestling and most professional wrestling fans love AEW or at least can get into it. Mm-hmm. I think that they have to be realistic with this to understand that there is going to be some sort of change. How much or how little actually changes, I guess, kind of remains to be seen. The thing that worries me most is this. Casey Blaze, as you pointed out, who who now is in this much more uh, prominent role, who's overseeing all of this, his involvement in HBO, from everything I've read, he really kind of uh, worked boxing, a good majority of boxing, off of HBO. So he mm-hmm. was he was an intricate part to that actually happening. Now, you can't really tell a whole lot from that, but what worries me most is, to date, AEW certainly is the edgiest wrestling product that you're going to find probably in on American TV. They really push the envelope. When you consider some of the things that are said, some of the things that are done, the thumbtacks that have been used multiple times on multiple weeks, Uh, They're not shy about the blood. They're not shy about blading. That's fine. I mean, we're all open to that as professional wrestling fans. Now, are they going to see that and say, look, this isn't the type of product we want on our television channel. Is this, is that the type of stuff that they're going to say, look, you guys got to get away from that stuff. I think one of the things that we talked about previously was the match between Omega and Moxley. So that had a lot of things going on in it. Now, Mm -hmm. are they going to allow those types of things to happen, knowing that their logo is on that? They may not want that. Or this guy specifically may not want that type of stuff to happen. Well,
0: the good thing is, you know, AEW is privately owned by the cons. WWE is publicly traded. So I know a lot of people, you know, they don't like the PG era of WWE because they, you know, have really made things look childish because they're trying to make the stockholders look good whereas exactly. AEW it's their product. So if they want to do what they're going to do TNT yeah to an agree they they can say that we don't want this and we don't want that and AEW might tweak it a little bit but I don't think on-air content is really going to be a drastic change especially if you are bringing in viewers. If it's bringing in viewers and it's not egregiously gory I don't see them really cutting in and saying, hey, guys, can you co- tone it down with the thumbtacks? Can you tone it down with the blading? I don't see that. What I do see, you bring up Casey Blois' history and his relation with boxing. I think a lot of the changes that we saw with Warner Media has to do with HBO Max, which is their streaming service that, you know, everyone's having a streaming service now. And HBO Max did not launched the way that they intended. Obviously the pandemic could have been involved with that. The price could have been involved with that. The amount of content that was involved with that. This guy is going to be in charge of creating the content for HBO Max or getting the content onto HBO Max. So how can AEW play a role in that? Well, first off you could put the pay-per-views on there. You could put the second show that they're talking about on there You could put replays of Dynamite and or the second show that goes on TNT on there. Heck, even put Being the Elite. Take it off YouTube and put it on HBO Max. There's ways that AEW could really help with HBO Max, especially with the pay-per-views because one of the big things I think people do not like about AEW pay-per-views on Bleacher Report Live is that they're $50. HBO Max is free for HBO subscribers and $15 for non HBO subscribers a month. Would you rather pay $15 a month for HBO max and get the pay-per-view or would you rather spend $50 for the one-off?
1: Well, assuming it has more content than just the pay-per-view. I mean, I do a similar thing right now for ESPN plus very similar to what the UFC is doing. You have to pay the monthly subscription for the ESPN uh, plus and the pay-per-view you still have to pay the pay-per-view. I think the pay-per-view is slightly discounted. So I'd rather pay $15 a month knowing that I'm going to get the pay-per-views included in that. So that's that's almost like, I guess if you want to consider it, almost like a hybrid between what the UFC is doing and what the WWE does with the WWE Network. Because right. WWE Network, you don't have to pay for the pay-per-views, but for the UFC, you pay a monthly subscription fee for the ESPN Plus, but you still have to pay for the pay-per-views. But either way, if they're trying to grow this uh hbo max app or this product itself aw can certainly help with that and i think that they'd bring in a completely different fan base to that product so i, I they they can certainly make this work and, and and again i i think a lot of people are over exaggerating how much of a role this transition is actually going to play in what happens with aw going forward to me as long as it's a fresh product and it continues to perform in the key demographics and viewership and all of those types of things, and it's successful, you know, I, 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 how, what, what leg would they have to stand on to move it to another night or something like that, unless they did want to replace it with something that is a, a sure bet, a 100 percent fact, they know, bringing in you know this, like if they had the opportunity and this is never going to happen. I, I mean, if, if something happened where they had some type of show associated with the NFL, knowing that it's going to bring in millions of viewers right. or whatever the case, something like that, like it truly have to be something that would bring in a drastic increase in numbers and not just like a even pay offers. Right. Something right. like that.
0: And, and the thing is of all the shows that TNT produces, you know, snow piercer does well on Sunday nights. The NBA does well on Tuesday and Thursday. AEW does well on Wednesday. The one thing that AEW Dynamite does that Snowpiercer or NBA doesn't is that they produce weekly. They do yeah. not take a week off. There's no seasons. There's no hiatus. They're there. So as Consistency. long as yeah, so as long as you have that weekly, you know, top five, top ten show on the 18 to 49. Why would you get rid of that? Unless, of course, like you said, there's a guarantee ratings boost for whatever content that they could get on there. Now, I understand why a lot of people are pushing that panic button or anti-AEW fans are pushing the optimistic button is because we saw a similar story like this in 2001 where AOL Time Warner selling to WWE. The big difference is Warner Media does not own AEW. So there's much less of a financial hit that they have to recoup from now than when they did in 2001. So that's another big thing that I think people should not really hit that panic button. Or if you're an anti-AEW fan hits that optimistic button, like, Oh, here's the death of AEW. No, no, it's not the
1: same as WCW. Yeah. And you, you also got to take this into consideration. AEW consistently performs well in those key demographics, like we said, and and does pretty consistently as far as their viewership is concerned. I think at that time when this happened was right around the time when WCW started to nosedive in those key areas. And not only that, creative wise, it was an absolute disaster and a mess. I mean, this is all well documented. There's several different places you can find this information. Eric Bischoff, who really was the guy who had that great relationship with Ted Turner at the time, I think he was gone. And yep. then he came back. Vince Russo was involved in it. And we all know, you know, the uh, the history of, of Vince Russo within the wrestling industry. So it's not just, okay, well, AOL Time Warner didn't like professional wrestling. Let's get rid of it. It's, there was a ton of things going on there. Right. So the comparison between WCW and AEW, yeah, I know people have made that comparison. In this case, I don't think that holds water because AEW continues to do well, is a rising company, performs well in key demographics. And I think it is a product that I think TNT is lucky to have on their channel right now. Whereas WCW, the writing was kind of on the wall. There were so many things going wrong in that company at the time that they really had to get out of that. And they had to get out of that sinking ship quick. Yeah, they, they really did. And think about it. I think they, what was
0: it like $1 million that sale was for WWE from just the video. I forget the actual number, but I think it was something like that, but there's not as financial situation of owning the promotion like Time Warner did back in 2001. And yes, there are some people that were there in 2001 that are still with Warner Media here in 2020. So it's not like they hate wrestling, so they're going to get rid of it. That should not be the argument. It should just be, can a show with better ratings somehow get on Wednesday nights? Or is it a positive and saying, hey, this might lead to even more content with AEW especially with HBO Max that's where I think this all goes but let us know in the comments what you all think about these changes with Warner Media. should we worry should we be optimistic should we not care don't forget to share us all over social media we're on Facebook Instagram and Twitter SCPV Podcast and for news reviews and conversations on all things pro wrestling subscribe hit that bell for notifications for Ralph Valenti my name is Michael Valenti thank you for watching the Squared Circle Psycho Babble